Coming up today on the Lead to Succeed podcast. You don't always need to be a star uh, to be uh, uh, to be given an opportunity. Uh, sometimes the people who are in the background there, all they need is just that slight opportunity for them uh, to discover themselves, uh, to grow and make an impact, uh, make an impact to the organization and along the process, uh, 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 achieve their own professional and personal growth. Do you want to learn the tricks that top leaders use to get the most out of themselves and their teams? Well, Naftali Hoff is here to help lead to succeed. Picks the brains of top leaders to learn about their challenges, insights, and best practices. Here's Naftali. Hello, Lead to Succeed Nation. It's Naftali Hoff, and welcome to Lead to Succeed, episode 119. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Masango Maukwa. Masango is a seasoned executive and consultant who has dedicated his career to helping companies thrive by commercializing new technologies, diversifying their product offerings, and entering new markets. Over 30 plus years in leadership, he has applied his unique talent for identifying leadership gaps and developing the talent and culture necessary for success. Masango helps solve important innovation challenges that hold organizations back by unleashing the collective creativity of their people. This results in increased profitability and growth expansion. Masango has held leadership positions in R&D and operations at some of the world's most respected brands, including Vice President Global Technology at SC Johnson. He is currently President at Hathaway Advanced Materials. And Masango, I am so excited that you are with me today. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you very much, Naftali. It's a great pleasure uh, that uh, I'm sitting here having this conversation with you. Looking forward. Well, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it as well. So why don't you tell uh, our listeners a little bit more about yourself, your background, your story, how you got here? Yeah, actually, I got into uh, into a management in Aftali somewhat of by accident. Mm. I was then uh, a researcher at uh, Northwestern University. So uh, at the end of uh, my uh, research tenure there, I had the opportunity of uh, working for a company in Cleveland. And uh, as I joined there as a principal uh, scientist, uh, the vice president of, of that uh, department asked me if uh, I wanted to become a manager of the group. So that was a somewhat of a surprise to me, although I always wanted to uh, uh, to manage and organize people, but I never thought that would come that soon. So, and then from there, I was uh, very fortunate uh, to have that opportunity. I built an organization, I became successful to it, and then I moved on into much senior, uh, senior roles. Now, uh, along uh, that journey, uh, uh, reflecting back, uh, I think really when I look at uh, some of the successful, uh, uh, some of the achievement uh, during my career, I realized that really the work was never about market share or innovation. Huh? Uh, but but instead, uh, reflecting, I look, I, I came to realize that really uh, the outcome were the result of transformational changes that started from ground up. So that's really uh, uh, I drew those lessons. Uh, over, over over the years as I'm reflecting, and, and I hope uh, to share that with uh, some of your listeners. So why don't you take us a little bit further into that process of transformation? Um, why do you feel, number one, that it was so important for you? What kind of transformation in particular are we talking about? Like who was transformed? Was it your processes, your policies, your people, all of the above? 
And what were the results of this transformation that you described? Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, for you to, to, to transform an organization, it started by you transforming yourself. So, so that's one element. Now, coming back to the organization itself, the key component, uh, Naftali, that I came to learn is that uh, human connection is really the most important piece huh, of, uh, of any leadership for that matter. So when you put emotional uh, a connection at your foundation, then you begin to discover what people are really capable of. You, you in fact, create the foundation uh, for confidence that could lead to new and exciting things huh? uh, for people, for the company, and for yourself. So you motivate, in other words, you motivate others to achieve something uh, that matters to them and to the company as a whole. So that's one element. But uh, but but for myself, uh, uh, to be able to achieve this, I've gone myself through my own transformation. Uh, for example, uh, 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 in the beginning of my career, uh, one area that I struggled with when I got that uh, very first job there as a manager is uh, to be able to give feedback uh, because this was a, a, a new team of people. So although I was uh, very good in terms of uh, getting the people energized and excited, uh, but I was very much uh, reluctant uh, in terms of giving feedback. And I came to realize very quickly that uh, uh, that was affecting the the standing of the group. It was affecting the productivity, and frankly, it did not do any good for the uh, for the team members. Uh, because at the end of the day, what I've learned is that uh, employees actually they are seeking that feedback. Uh, so you have that transformation at uh, two levels, and I've tell you. Fascinating. So I, I want to hear about. Tell me a success story. Obviously, you have to. Uh whitewash it as far as the identity but is there a story that comes to mind where you had a person who maybe either lacked self-confidence or maybe wasn't demonstrating a particular level of success and through your transformational leadership style through your opening up of communication through your improvement of delivering feedback and other things you were talking about as a result of that you started to see their potential really emerge and they become different and, and and sort of take us through that. I'm curious how that played out for you. Yeah, the, uh, the example that comes to my mind, uh, Naftali, this is a great question. Huh? The example that comes to my mind is that uh, uh, one of the companies I work for, uh, we were trying to expand our position in the digital printing. So we wanted to make uh, some special toners huh, for digital printing. And um, and uh, there was uh, one of the uh, the employees in the group. Uh, he was always in the background, uh, but as I came to know him, I, I realized that uh, uh, he was not really excited with the particular area he was involved in at that time. So I called him up and uh, and I told him that we have this opportunity to uh, send you to Japan to work with our Japanese colleagues and bring that technology in the U.S. I told him uh, how the impact that potentially could have on the company, and uh, and also it would allow him to uh, uh, to expand his own his own learning. Now uh, I hesitated a little bit because uh, you know go to Japan to live there for six months that was really uh, uh, something he was not fully prepared with. So he asked me if he could talk to his wife. I said that's fine. Uh, he came back the following week and then he told me that uh, yes. This is something that he thinks uh, he'd be interested in doing. 
he thinks uh, that he could help the company make an impact. So we agree, we set up uh, the uh, the objective, the goals, and I discuss with my counterpart uh, in Japan. So we both agree to provide him the support. Uh, so this individual went there, he applied himself, uh, he applied himself tremendously, and then he came back, brought the technology, uh, in the process, he made a lot of friends in Japan, which allow us later on to to be able actually to connect with our Japanese colleagues and peers because that that's by itself was was a challenge. But when he came back, I actually realized that this individual who was in the background, he was not a star, and here he has emerged as the go-to person, as the expert, and he took upon himself now to teach marketing, salespeople, about the technology, and so on. So I, I feel very proud of, of that uh, uh, for the individual because uh, you don't always need to be a star uh, to, be, uh, uh, to be given an opportunity. Uh, sometimes the people who are in the background there, all they need is just that slight opportunity for them uh, to discover themselves, uh, to grow and make an impact, uh, make an impact to the organization and along the process, uh, 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 achieve their own professional and personal growth. So that's wow. one example that comes to mind. So you hit on something indirectly, at least in my own mind, and I'm curious to know um, how you deal with this. Because one of the challenges for any leader and really for any person in a company is the balance between me and we, right? So from a leadership standpoint, if your person is successful as an individual and they're trying to get noticed. So they tend to try to build themselves up so that they can be in line for the next opportunity. And then on the other hand, you want your leaders to be we-oriented. And, and frankly, as a leader, you want your people to be we-oriented so that everybody is thinking collectively, not just individually. So leaving this individual alone for the moment, because it may have been irrelevant there, may not have been, I'm not sure, but just in general, what has been your um, approach when you're trying to prioritize the collective, how do you get people to buy in, to see the value of prioritizing team over personal growth and success? Well, I, 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 think, uh, I think you have to put it uh, within the context of, uh, of, uh, of, of the overarching vision. And, and that vision has to be shared in some way. Uh, so it should not be uh, my vision. It should not be the individual vision. And uh, so that's number one. Number two is to instill the idea that uh, that uh, that the leadership really is not uh, is not uh, is is not uh, is not a solo a solo venture. We can actually uh, it's about how far we 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 go with the help of of others. So one of the things that uh, I've done, uh, Naftali, is that uh, we, the uh, with the team of uh, of leaders, uh, what I try to do is uh, to create that uh, that is what I will call social capital. In other words, a kind of a network uh, where they can build some kind of affiliation. And when in uh, to do that, what uh, what I did is that uh, on a regular basis, like on Friday. Uh, a group meeting, uh, just me meeting with the leader. Uh, I will encourage them to uh, uh, to challenge each other, uh, to give suggestion to each other, uh, to bring uh, to each other uh, uh, perhaps uh, what what they believe may not go well uh, 
in, in, in the other person group and so on. So the other one will be uh, sharing with them uh, uh, perhaps uh, uh, one article that uh, we can all discuss and, and have feedback. Uh, so that's, uh, that's one. Because you need to create that bonding among them. Huh? We, what is also important, Naftali, is that uh, uh, to encourage people to know about the stories of others uh, so that they could begin to know the other people as individuals, not just, not just as colleagues that we are there to do a task. Uh, so that well, seems to have, uh, to have worked, actually. Yeah. What I like about that, Masango, is um, the fact that you're you're hitting on something that I think many leaders do learn over time, but may not necessarily realize from day one. And that is we create, now I'm a ba my background is education. I'm a former classroom teacher, a school leader. So I, I often think about leadership and challenges in the context of what does it look like specifically in the educational space? Mm -hmm. And I tell teachers all the time that they create the environment in their classrooms and school leaders create the environment in their buildings. And by that, I mean that others are waiting for their permission. Others are waiting for their lead to say what's allowed, what's not allowed, what's encouraged, et cetera. So if you are just pulling leaders together and say, okay, what are the issues here? What do we need to discuss? And kind of look at it. Let's all attack the company's challenges, whether it's a SWOT analysis or whatever it might be. So you're just driving everybody's attention to you know, the client, the customer, the marketplace, et cetera, but you're not necessarily directing them towards one another. And you're not saying, well, we as leaders of respective divisions, departments, whatever, we need to be more mindful of breaking down silos, keeping communication strong, supporting one another, calling out each other when we see some kind of issue, because that's ultimately what creates leadership, cohesion, and 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 a and, and a flow of of information and feedback, and so the leader needs to step into that role and really provide that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to get your take on that. If there's anything you wanted to expand there on that. Point. No, no, you're 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 absolutely you're absolutely right. And uh, and uh, and and uh, and I think as uh, while we are helping individuals develop skills, I think we have to put uh, we have to put effort towards building that community of leader huh? so 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 that means that uh, uh, those leaders they have to grow together uh, they have to learn from each other uh, they have to stay uh, connected because at the end of the day uh, 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 what you would like to achieve is to forge that uh, enduring human connection huh? so it gives them a sense of affiliation and then uh, and, and well-being at the end of the day nice Okay, so we've talked about some successful moments. What would you say was your weakest leadership moment? Well, I think, uh, Naftali, if I could recall, uh, there was... Uh, so uh, if we go back to my very first job, uh, so I was very successful there, new manager. I find my way around, became successful. I got some promotion there, uh, deliver for the company. And then now I decided, well, uh, really, I would like to make a, to make a move uh, because I'm not getting the full satisfaction. I would like to learn other technologies, other market, and so on. So now I moved to another company, and I became a vice president there. And uh, the mistake that I made there, which uh, which which which, uh, which which I can remember, is that I came in. They were under tremendous pressure to deliver to deliver innovation, 
and whatnot because the company was known to be to be an innovative company. So that pressure was there. So I felt through the trap of uh, of of coming there. Oh, I was successful. My past job, I came in. Uh, so let me try quickly uh, to push people around, uh, get some uh, get some results there, and so on. And my direct report and uh, and those uh, the team members they they resented that they, they resented that and I could see that uh, I was just not making any progress and uh, I'm attributing that uh, because at that time I failed to have uh, self awareness uh, I failed to recognize uh, how uh, my behavior was being perceived by others and and that really slowed. Uh, slowed uh, 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 the impact huh, that I could have made. I should have instead uh, tried to first engage people. <laughs> so that was uh, that was uh, that was it's so interesting. Point. So interesting that you share that. I'm going to see if I can get this to to show up on the screen. This is the this is the first book that I wrote. It's called Becoming the New Boss. Ah, and okay. and I wrote this book largely because I had the same problem that you're describing when I first moved into. My, my headmaster position, which was the highest level position in school administration that I ascended to. I also believed in my own press. I also started to take quick action on areas which I felt really were necessary, but did so at the expense of building equity. And the result was a lot of resentment, people not knowing what to make of me, so to speak, some fear and other issues that were raised. And ultimately, it required a tremendous amount of redoing, fixing, you know, trying to reestablish relationships, which had I gone at it differently from day one, I don't think ever would have been an issue. And so I totally hear that. And I thank you for sharing that because I think it's an issue that a lot of people struggle with. When you are promoted, it's usually for good reason. You know, you have a track record of success. You've, you've demonstrated, you know what you're doing. And sometimes you fall, like you said, fall into the trap of thinking you know more than you actually do or thinking that just because it worked over there, it's automatically going to work over here. And, and, and an honest analysis of yourself, of your circumstance and all of that really can be very helpful. And one of the things I often recommend in my coaching practice is for leaders to take it slow, to establish relationships first, because if people relate to you, then you can really engage in meaningful change. But if they don't, if they don't, then no matter what you say, no matter how good your ideas are, they're going to find a way to sabotage it because they don't genuinely believe in you. They feel that you don't have their best interests in mind, all of that. So let me ask you a sort of a pivot question, not necessarily on the topic of leadership. I happen to be um, a religious person, I'm outwardly so. I think anyone who sees me knows that I'm a person of faith. Tell us about your spiritual side. How do you connect spiritually and how does that drive your approach to leadership? Well, I think uh, 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 spiritually, I've learned to see that uh, 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 when you meet someone, when you meet someone, uh, it's it's almost a sign that uh, uh, your paths were meant to cross. so 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 it's also a sign that uh, that 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 you might receive something from that person uh i'm saying it because uh, uh because when i look at my own uh, my own career uh and my my life in general i just feel in a way that 
there is almost like an angel. One angel was there. Huh? Uh, for example, uh, uh, finding my 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 very first job uh, that came because uh, some vice president came at the university and uh, I was giving this individual a tour of the lab. I just happened to ask him whether uh, his company will, you know would hire somebody with my background. Uh, so that uh, so that uh, so that came so that came uh, that way. Uh, uh, my uh, one of the job uh, I moved to North Carolina here because. Uh, uh, one of my direct reports uh, uh, brought to my attention. He said, "Hey, this particular company here—they've been looking for uh, for for a vice president to run their R and D and operations. Uh, you might actually be qualified there, and so on, because they don't seem to uh, find uh, anybody there. So I find that uh, 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 meeting people, meeting people—I uh, uh, I see them almost like as though there is an angel behind them, so to speak." Uh, because it's always like uh, there is something to to to. It's not accident. It's uh, it it's meant to to be that way. So that's interesting because it does tie also into my next question, which relates to people. And if you could pick one person that most affected your career trajectory, your life, that had the 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 single greatest impact. Who is that person, and what did they do for you? The person who had the, the greatest impact on my career, I would say, uh, my very first boss, my very first manager, uh, who really uh, so number one, he gave me the opportunity, but this individual was uh, was a somewhat of uh, of uh, of uh, of a transactional uh, 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 leader, so to speak. Uh, but 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 because of that, <laughs> because of that leadership style that he had. I came. I came to learn. I came to learn what leadership. You learn what not to do. You learn what not yeah, to exactly, do. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm saying he had a tremendous impact uh, on me because uh, because he and I we had uh, a, a lots of disagreement, but at the same time, I learned uh, many things from him. For example, uh, the idea of having uh, uh, your reporter, uh, your direct report, also helping other, supporting each other. Uh, so this is something that. Uh, uh, at the time uh, that uh, even though I hated, you know, the, that particular setup, but then I came to realize, hey, actually, this was a good thing. So so mm -hmm. I think it was almost like a, a kind of leadership crucible uh, because he did not give uh, much feedback. Uh, and when he gave, it was uh, always the, the negative feed, feedback. You know, never going to get a tap on the back, but if something goes wrong, to quote him, you would know, you would mm -hmm. know. So, mm -hmm. so, 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 so he had he had an impact uh, in, in that way. But, but, but I should say that uh, there are uh, there are certainly uh, there are certainly uh, there are certainly many people. Uh, in one of the job, uh, the CEO he was uh, he was a very good uh, very good coach. Uh, so I created that space where I could go to him. And, and, you know, for me to tell him that, uh, hey, listen, I'm struggling with this uh, dilemma. Uh, can you help me uh, try to sort it out? Because Very important. And he will close all the papers, clean his desk, and then and then we'll talk. So I always felt, hmm, you know, I, I wish many CEO were like this. You know? yeah. so, uh, so, so that's how it was. So let's yeah. circle back to one thing you were talking about before, because you kind of piqued my curiosity, Masango, with it. Yeah. Um, how can somebody who failed in leadership before because it is unfortunately pretty common for people to fail especially the first time around how could they get it right the next time 
Well, I think uh, I, I I think they have to uh, uh, they have to they have to go through their uh, through uh, 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 through self reflection. Uh, that that that's one thing. So 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 you fail. Uh, try try to understand uh, why you fail. Uh, but but then at the end of the day, I think you have to uh, uh, to find your. You also have to find your own your own credo, so to speak. Well, what is your leadership philosophy? What legacy would you like to leave? Uh, so so I would encourage that person to go into that uh, types of reflection. Uh, so that's certainly one thing. But I'll also encourage uh, the 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 individual, uh, if he fail as a leader, uh, to try to understand why he failed. Uh, so uh, one of the things, uh, uh, certainly I find that the people uh, uh, did not perform very well uh, would have been in the area of delegation, for example. Huh? The, the you know tendency of uh, doing everything rather than empowering others. Uh, so there are, there, there are certainly, I think it will be, have to be contextual. Huh? But the individual has to go through that uh, through that uh, discovery of self, so to speak. Okay, and if you are going to give somebody a tip or two on how to delegate better, what would you say are the the most important things that people should think about? And practice? well, I would say delegation does not mean the hands off. Uh, you you delegate. Uh, you have to provide the support. Uh, you have to know uh, where you can intervene uh, as a teacher. Uh, but 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 you have to try to force the individual to come with the solution, to come with the pathway, how he or she, they're going to do that. And allow mm -hmm. them to fail, allow them to fail, and then bring them back so that they could in turn uh, go through their own self-reflection. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so that's what I would say. Uh, the, You're the empowering way. them to get onto the leadership cycle, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nice. Okay, so we're going to now transition into the rapid fire where the answers are short and succinct. The best investment, Monsango, you've ever made other than stocks or real estate? Uh, the best investment I made, I think, uh, going uh, for my MBA. What is the worst mispronunciation of your name that you've ever heard? <laughs> I got too many of them. People have said... Mushka, Muka, uh, I mean, <laughs> but Mushka is probably the the worst because it's, what do they get? This it's funny from? because Mushka is actually a girl's name in Yiddish. So I hear that with some regularity in the Hasidic community. Something, <laughs> you're, something you're not, you're not very good at. <laughs> What's something you're not very good at? Uh, something I'm not uh, very good at. I'm not a good dancer. That's for sure. Not a good dancer. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> Um, a book that you most often gift or recommend? Oh, the one that I like gifting is uh, The Second Mountain uh, by David Brooks. That, that's a book I, I like uh, gifting, yeah. And then finally, a productivity tip that helps you to get more done. What I would say, I would look at uh, what are the priorities uh, uh, for the month but also look at the priorities uh, that I have for that particular week. Two or three things that I need to accomplish on on, on that particular week. So, so really stay laser focused on those more, most important tasks. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. Great stuff. Okay. So before I let you go, I'm going to ask you, first of all, to tell everybody how they can find you, how they can connect with you, 
learn more about your work and get more inspiration from the things that you're up to. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can be, uh, I could be seen. I could be uh, connected uh, via LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Mosongo Mokwa. I'm there. Uh, I could be uh, connected uh, my website, mosongomukwa.com. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, uh, I'm on Twitter <laughs> or X uh, at last name. Uh, so that the, the three, uh, the three area where people uh, can can connect with me. Okay, fantastic. And then finally, I'm going to ask you to share with us one final life lesson, something we haven't yet touched on, but you feel would be of great value for our listeners. Well, one lesson is uh, that uh, uh, life is not a straight line. Life goes into meander. Uh, so that's uh, one lesson. Okay, and how has that played out for you? Ah, uh, that has been my case. So, so <laughs> the, I, story, uh, the story of and, your life, and and that's what I advise uh, some of the younger people when they ask me for advice because they are looking for jobs. I keep telling them life is not straight line. Opportunity right. might come when you expect the least. Huh? So yeah, so you're just, thinking of it this way. I'm thinking of it like up and down. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm on a roll, and then all of a sudden I hit a bump. You know, that, that kind of thing. So that's certainly there as well. Anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, to meet you, to talk with you, to learn from you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I can't wait to get this episode out to everybody so that they can enjoy it as much as I did. Hey, Naftali, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation and uh, I hope uh, to talk to you soon. Thank you very you much. Bye-bye for- now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and for investing in yourself so that you can lead to succeed. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Your feedback gives the show more social proof and encourages more folks to listen. 